Hello, hello, hello. It's JC here. I'm missing Kathy today, but I have a very special guest once again. Welcome to the Married and Having Fun show. It's my husband. Hi. Hi, Pastor. <laughs> Always happy to be here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We are excited to have you. Who's we? Is Kathy? <laughs> She's in our closet. Look, my guests, they, they get excited when you come on. I didn't want to tell you Do that. Do they? <laughs> well, I, I hate it when I listen to your podcast. You're like, I'm without my co-host today because I love Kathy, too. I know. How could you not? I know. So, Kathy, uh, you can never be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> today, we thought that we might just um, ask each other some questions. A lot of people have questions around... Um, how we make certain things work, um, especially in the category of ministry. Yeah, I just got uncomfortable when my wife called me pastor to open up this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like a pastor to her. Oh, stop. <clears throat> well, I did, you know, you asked me to write down some questions on this topic. And one of the first questions that came to my mind, if we're on the subject of ministry together, is mm-hmm. how do you manage viewing imperfect me Mm -hmm. in a spiritual leadership role where I represent (laughs) a perfect God, right? Like, that's got to be hard sometimes when you hear me preach or whatever. It, for me, it is. And not, probably not in the way that you think. Mm. Um, I actually really enjoy your sermons and enjoy, it's been a joy for me because you've been walking this thing out for five years now. And so being beside you, I've gotten to see your sermons evolve, change, grow, mm-hmm. have more meat, you know, all the things. I've watched that and I've it's been a pleasure watching that and um, taking it in. The thing I think that gets me is probably like our home life. Because mm. I'm like, I hear your sermons and you say them and then I'm like, okay, let's apply them. <laughs> and I'm like, No. <laughs> that was my sermon. <laughs> I, 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 I struggle because because it is God telling me what what um, what I need to work on. Yeah, and then I bring that to the pulpit, and I'm like, this is this is me being vulnerable. Can 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 you as well? Where do you need to grow? Yeah, and I think that that you know people put pastors on such a high pedestal. You know, most of the time, if you're doing it right. You are delivering a sermon on something that God is dealing with you on. Mm. So it's still like there's still some room there that you have to walk through and, you know, get that thing right. Let it, you know, grow and ferment Mm -hmm. (laughs) and let that seed blossom. But um, sometimes I think we look at pastors and we put them on such a high pedestal and we're like, oh, well, you have it all together. Mm. Um, (laughs) So sometimes I do put you in that category, but not... (laughs) I will say this, honey, you've won 100% of your arguments when you've quoted me in a sermon. <laughs> You're like, but wait, you said this last week. And I'm like, damn it, she's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so, I get, yeah. Hey, hey, let me answer the question, too, then, because yeah. you're in ministry mm-hmm. and, you know, um, your sermons are a lot longer. Not in your, <laughs> not when you get behind a pulpit or whatever, but like you're gone for an entire weekend, 
with like many of the ladies that listen to this or people that maybe aren't connected to this mm-hmm. podcast group. And I don't know, being able to just see you in action, see you in that authoritative role, see you really see others just move to tears, move to transformation in some of the workshops you've done. Um, I, I have, I have a deep respect for your ministry. Thank you. Let me ask you, do uh, I live it out? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do. Uh, so here's the thing. I think this is hard for anyone that's a, that, that's a minister. Mm-hmm. I think your first sermon, your first ministry is your family. Yeah, and, that's true. And, and if there's anything that you don't live out, honey, I would say that it's like um, setting apart that time. I know that's hard mm-hmm. because it's, you know... I'm working on it. Well, and it's hard for me too, you know, when someone calls me and they're in a the hospital and like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll tell me like, Jesus is there. They, You don't need <laughs> to be there to pray with them, but uh, sometimes I will sacrifice family time just like you do. Yeah. And that balance is always hard. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I, I mean, for me, that is something that I do need to work on because family is your first ministry. Yeah. And so, um, and God's been, it's it's kind of crazy that you bring that up because God has been dealing with me on that. And even as, um, he's been dealing with me on planning my schedule out, getting more organized and putting the family time first and then, Mm. you know, building everything else around that. But, um, my ministry has been a blessing to me because it's for me, it's been things that I've walked through that mm. I'm still walking through that I get to share with other women yeah. for their transformational process. So that has been fun. Um, I enjoy that more mm. than being behind the pulpit. So I am thankful that you are gifted to be behind the pulpit and I'm kind of gifted to be in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Jacinthia's streets are very different from anyone else's stereotypical streets that you might be thinking of. <laughs> um, that was cool that you said that because one of the other questions I have for you was how does ministry fulfill you? And you kind of answered mm. that question. Yeah, you know, um, honestly, ministry really does fulfill me mm-hmm. with the community that I'm building. Um, seeing lives yeah. transformed in that community and... Um, like yesterday I had so much joy and it really helped my faith go to another level because a lot of the women in my community that I've been praying for, they were just texting me all the things that God's doing in their lives. Mm. And it just really overflowed. It had me flowing with joy. I ended up, um, that's the best feeling. Yeah, I know. I was just praising God and I, I, I grabbed my girls yesterday and I pulled out my little flags and I'm like waving them around and I'm telling the girls, let's thank Jesus. He's so good. So it's been, mm-hmm. it's been phenomenal for me in that way and for feeling. What about you? How does ministry fulfill you? Yeah, absolutely. The people that, I mean, you can be, I think it, every minister has probably heard the lie at some point from the devil that like, you're wasting your time. Mm. You're not making movements in the kingdom of God. And then, you know, in the form of an angel, uh, you'll get a text message from someone to say, like, I deeply, sincerely um, am so thankful for your ministry mm-hmm. and how you've helped me grow. And mm-hmm. that is that is the best. I mean, that makes, that's straight from heaven. 
Yeah. And I do want to say this to the listeners. Um, I want to encourage you to talk to your spouse about what in their life um, fulfills them. Because sometimes I think we get so busy that we forget to look for those moments where we feel that joy, where we are uh, lit up or leaned in because something lights our souls on fire. And for us, yes, it's ministry. That's something that we have in common that God's called us to do. But for many others, that can be many different things. And I want to encourage you, first of all, if you're not, if you don't know, you need to take some time and find out and then explore that with your spouse, too. See, this is God, because this last question I had for you, I'm going to tell you the answer was to talk. And mm-hmm. you led with saying, talk to your spouse. Yeah. Um, the last thing I was going to say for couples that are in ministry, you need to talk. Yeah. You need to talk. Um, you gotta like to put envision. the time on the calendar and talk. Cause yeah. sometimes we get so busy yeah. that we're like we're like passing in the night. I found this link where out where you can book coffee with my <laughs> wife, and as a joke, I booked coffee with her tomorrow at ten thirty, and she said I'm busy tomorrow. I can't. I was like, it was a joke. I'm gonna make you coffee and bring it to you in bed. Uh, you do need to talk um, because there are gonna be things that come up that may be inconsistent i mean i'm just thinking like you know me and my wife in ministry together realized we had different thoughts on baptism yeah and the best way to work through that is to talk not start a new church and say like well this is the church that just said the no but we work through it and then maybe you're not in ministry together but you see someone on the side of the road asking for money mm-hmm. one person in that marriage may say I'm not giving them money. No, they can go get a job. The other mm-hmm. person may say, well, I'd like to give them money or at least give them my sandwich or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, th- this is ministry too. Like, it doesn't need to be like, you n- You don't need a in-touch retreat or like a Methodist church. Hey, to, whoa now, gonna... whoa now. They do need the in-touch retreats. Don't go there. To start the ministry. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like I'm... We all have our ministry. Exactly. But I do want to say this. talk. She's disagreeing <laughs> with me. She don't even need to. I do want to say this, though. If you don't feel like you have a ministry, if you have a husband and you have kids, you have a ministry. Mm. So take that right there. And for David Rushing, if you have a wife and kids, you have a ministry. (laughs) Don't you dare call on our friends. Any person. You Shout just said, out to the rushing vibes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rush vibes. You can catch that on iTunes as well. No, but you just addressed only the female listeners. Oh well, no. I'm just saying if you oh if you have a a spouse in a general. spouse in general or kids, you mm. do have a ministry. So, um, did you have any more questions for me? Well, are you gonna ask me questions? I am. I do have a question for I'm you. Done. You're done. Good. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, boy. I want to know for you, mm-hmm. what could I do to be more supportive of you in your ministry? I think that mm. we went through a season of, you know, where it was, I didn't have much going on. And mm-hmm. so I poured everything into your ministry and being there for you and, and being supportive in those ways and showing up to everything. Yeah. And now we're in a season of I have to kind of pull back because I have so much going on, you know, that God has called me to do. But I still want to be obviously a supportive wife. I want to let you know that I'm cheering for you and that, 
you know, what God has placed on your heart or the things that you want to do are just as important. So how could I uh, be supportive of your ministry? I think you're perfect. Oh, I couldn't don't say be that. I couldn't be in ministry without you. <laughs> I've said that before. Um, you have... you got me blushing over here. Y'all, he might get some. Yeah, we'll have to end this podcast pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you, I, I really, you've pushed me to a level of commitment to God I never knew I could go to. Mm. Insofar as that it is my career, mm. which is never something I would be able to. Yeah. To, to, to pursue and um you know i think there's many people around me that wanted that and when my parents heard i was going into ministry they were floating on air it's literally what they <laughs> texted me and said uh but they couldn't push me to that so mm-hmm. you've pushed me to a level of commitment to god that i never could have gone it's funny that you say that i pushed you to because a lot of the women in my community they're always like oh jc she pushes you she she hmm you know, makes you get out there. And so that I do think that's a gifting that God has given me. Mm-hmm. I try to do it in a gentle way, mm-hmm. but... You never do <laughs> gentle. <laughs> that's not a gifting of yours. I'm more like blunt. <laughs> yeah. How could I support your ministry? Mm. You know, honestly, as the... Um, this. Watch the kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, watch the kids. But... You know, our this ministry that I have has it kind of like sideswiped us. Um, I started off with just thinking, you know, I planned one, uh, this retreat back in November. I had always done retreats, but never this frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and when God gave me this, that first time of this concept of in touch blew me away so much that I was like, this is just what I want to do. Yeah. And... He literally has opened the door for it to happen every single month. And I'm just so excited because we have over 70 women now in the community that have gone through the In Touch retreats, whether it's a day one mm-hmm. or a weekend one. And I'm excited. 70 I'm like, women. Yeah. And I'm just like, Lord, wow. I don't even want to slow down, you know? And That's great. so, yeah, I... Your support has been valuable to me. I know it's been hard because you went from like. That's why the Lord invented <laughs> vodka. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. People, he is really joking. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Thank Jesus. You. No, keep going. It was a great opportunity for jokes. So. Oh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's evolved, and I think it was hard at first. But you handled yourself with grace, and what I love is that anytime anything got hard, you know, you talked to me about it, and we kind of came up with a solution, and we went in a new direction, and so that's been really good for for me. Who am I to complain, though, if, you know, I was had a very successful advertising career in the bustling business city of Charlotte to say, hey, let's move to... North Durham, not even Durham, uh, to <laughs> Rougemont. Uh, uh, move to the country. Move to the country, and I want to teach at a church, and I want to study at Duke. And mm-hmm. you said, okay. I mean, yeah. how could I complain about, you know, having my lovely little girls for the weekend or something like yeah. that while you're at an important retreat? Well, you do well with them. You're a, an amazing father, and uh, 
it baffles me because people like often treat dads like they're babysitters and I'm like, nope, they're just another parent. Mm. So let's get on board with that. Nice. Um, I, do you have any more questions for me? I'm, I think we're going to go have sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. Um, I want to leave lead or, you know, close us out with this quote. Mm-hmm. Because I will say, you know, people think that a lot of people look at us and they think, oh, our marriage is perfect. It is not. Um, I think that we've grown a lot. We've been married for seven years, mm-hmm. number of completion. And I actually just now feel like we're kind of turning a curve where we understand each other more, where, you know, we have our moments, but we have more patience with each other, you know. We try to work, we work things out faster. Yeah, you caught up with me. Oh, is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, every, every situation that you're in with your spouse, it kind of prevents, it it presents a Mm -hmm. new growth opportunity. Yes, a new growth opportunity. And so right now we're in a season of, um, transitioning with housing and we're looking to buy, and it's been uh, a little bit of a roller coaster, mm-hmm. but it's um, the worst market ever to buy. So <laughs> <laughs> test of your faith. Mm, um, but I ran across this um, quote yesterday, and um, I man, I want to give credit to the person who said it, but they did not put their name on it, and now their name is escaping me. So, um, oh, I know. Her name's Octavia. Hmm. Yes, she is an administrator for Apostle John Eckhart. Her name's Octavia. She's a beautiful woman of God. Love her story. This is what she said, and it really just touched my soul, and I I posted it in our Facebook community. She said this, apologizing doesn't mean that you were wrong or the other person was right. It means you value your relationship more than your ego. Mm. And the funny thing is, she wasn't, I don't even think she was posting this about marriage (laughs) in general because she's not married. She was just saying in relationships, but it also goes back to we can learn so much in our friendships but this really just struck me, and I read it at the right time. And, um, it, you know, I, I'm like, yeah, let me check my ego at the door. How many divorces do you think have happened because the vows were hollow that said, for better or for worse, mm. for sickness and in health, mm-hmm. for richer or for poor. Probably I mean, that latter part more. Oh, well. <laughs> All of them, though, yeah. right? I mean, like, at any time that there's a controversial point in a relationship, a lot of times we live in a culture where it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Walmart of other relationships and find another one. And, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't produce growth, which you've talked about. And I agree that yeah. we're in our seventh year of really growing together. Yeah, and we have. Um, I want to read that quote one more time apologizing doesn't mean that you were wrong or the other person was right. It means you value your relationship more than your ego. So I do, I want to say a prayer over um, marriages and egos and 
just our ability to be gentle and kind with each other, to um, still look at each other with love and um, a responsibility to know that, you know, your spouse is a child of God first mm. and treat them kindly. So, Amen. and check your ego. Check it. <laughs> Do you want to pray or should I? I can pray. Okay. Oh, holy loving God. Um, I just thank you for uh, all the hearers of uh, this time of introspection and um, growth and uh, listening and yearning for your will on earth as it is in heaven, God. Um, if Christ can say from the Garden of Gethsemane before he gave his life for us, not my will, but thine will be done. God, we can sacrifice too in ministry, Lord, in relationships and in marriage. And God, may we put um, our pride aside for our love of your creation. Um, our spouses, but our neighbors, the whole world, Lord, is our church. So um, God, I ask for blessings over all who hear uh, and receive this message, God, my wife and her ministry, God, and uh, my church and all the um, places of spiritual growth around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Blessings, everyone. We are sending out so much love. Go chit chat with your spouse. Ask them what lights them on fire uh, and have some conversation at dinner time. We love you. See you.